All right, you just heard our great theme song written by Nick Hudson, famed theme park composer overseas. Welcome, dreamers of all ages, to Unbuilt, an unrealized theme park podcast. With me here is Ryan Dorman, my co-host. How are you doing today? I'm, I'm doing wonderful, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing pretty great. Yeah, so we're excited <laughs> to start. Now, you might notice this is not... The SS Disney. No, this is our introduction episode. I felt like I didn't really wanted to jump into the water immediately. So before, and this is coming out before each, uh, before the first episode. The first episode will be releasing on Friday. Every episode will be releasing on Fridays. But this is a special treat, uh, just to give you an introduction to all of this. Um, and really excited. To start this, okay, so uh, we're going to uh, just uh, talk a little bit about what this show is going to be today, um, and Mr. Dorman, uh, you said you were doing pretty great, and <laughs> are you doing pretty great to not have to edit this podcast uh, oh, absolutely. Now, yes. I, oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Uh, being on the other side of the podcast for once, finally, I can levy some of the pressure on you. <laughs> Yay. So as what we were talking about, we used to have a show called Boardwalk Talk, uh, where we it was a news show, pretty much. We did some interviews, but it was mostly a news show where we'd complain mm. about Disney stuff. <laughs> and uh, we did that for about, um, that was like four years. Uh, the lo- more I think about how long it was, the older I feel. So, yeah, I think so because we started when Pixar Pier was announced. Yes, I just kind of went until then. <laughs> uh, and we we ended it. I think it was back in February. Yeah, a little bit earlier this year. Um, obviously, I think you, uh, you uh, came and mentioned being burnt out with the news thing and had awakened uh, something in me that I had didn't even recognize that talking about the news can get so. Uh, depressing <laughs> <laughs> and if you get so cynical which i really, oh, exactly. really hated and it's not that it, it's not that there aren't things to be critical about in mm. the theme park sphere or disney in general it's the fact that it really is so much to be on I, I, i'm i'm more of a like a theme park neutral person you know centrist mm-hmm. And so I I really hate like the extremes of I hate Disney. I hate Universal. Rah, rah, rah. Like kind of like a sports fan type deal. Right. Yeah. The longer you're doing the news, the more, you know, heated that stuff becomes. So exactly. And it it kind of really fed into that. And Mm -hmm. really, who wants to talk about, oh, look, they just named the new shop. It used to be Mouse Gear, the creation shop. Let's try to pick that apart for 15 minutes. <laughs> and the more you pick that apart, more hard-edged you became. And I'm like, I don't care about that. What's something mm. I could talk about that people can both have an opinion about, but they can't really have an extreme opinion about because it doesn't exist. And that's unbuilt attractions. <laughs> now, <laughs> now th- 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 this was kind of my idea where I there's a lot of videos on YouTube, and you know there's there's various videos. Uh, Defunct Land did a great episode about Disney's American, and we will tackle Disney's America, which was a project they were going to build in Virginia 
that was sort of an, a semi-educational uh, theme park about the history of America. And you could see just how problematic that immediately becomes. And they did a great video on that. And we will eventually do an episode about that. Uh, and there's there's other channels like Review Time who, who kind of really do um, stuff about topics such as these. But I noticed there was never a, an actual podcast that actually had like a back, back and forth constructive criticism about what these not only were, but what if they actually were? And the, the, the what if is what really interests me because nobody ever talks about the what if, you know, because they're not interested. Nobody's interested in talking about that in the video because it's not fact-based. You can't extrapolate fact from what would never was. So in more of a podcast conversational setting, we can actually, you know, come up with sort of an idea or a conversation on what this could have been or even should have been. Right. Yeah, it absolutely leans into more of the creative uh, um, and in, in uh, engineering aspects of theme parks, which leaves out a lot of the cynicism of what can be today. Um, certainly, I think a lot of people are excited to hear about attractions that may not be here because they are so fantastical and imaginative, mm-hmm. um, especially when we're only really looking at some of the really amazing concept art and, and leaked material that comes from, for example, from WDI, mm-hmm. um, but also an incredible number of theme park firms. So it, it is a it's a nice cross section of being able to talk about new things. Um, while also being able to engage with some of the more optimistic or unique aspects of theme parks before they hit uh, some more of the the road bumps that we've seen in in that last show. Exactly. So the idea behind the podcast is not only do we want to tackle Disney attractions, and and this is a problem, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. I already know because uh, (laughs) we, we have a document that lists, you know, all about, how this podcast will be, how it will be structured. And then there's this giant list of ideas that are at the end of it. And uh, I would have to say about what, 75% of that is Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, cause it's, it's so, it's such a tantalizing subject. You know, Disney is just so it's in the legacy is so much more, I would say developed than a lot of other places. But that's not to say that there aren't on build attractions all over the entire industry. Exactly. But the problem, also the problem is, is that, the Disney ones are the most known because the Imagineers, they're the ones who talk about it. They're the ones who the concept art leaks about it. And that's the one most people want to know about. So those are also the ones that get leaked out. So mm-hmm. we do have an email. It's unbuiltpod, uh, pod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. And uh, there will also have been a tweet that will have come out before this. You can go and find it. Uh, asking for any suggestions for any non-Disney, not even non-universal ideas for unbuilt attractions that exist out there that we might not know about, because I would love to hear about them. Uh, there are actually a lot of unbuilt theme parks that were never that never mm-hmm. happened, and we will explore those as well. Uh, but to actual attractions, those are a little bit more hard to come by. So if you have any ideas, please let us know at that email address. Once again, it's unbuiltpod 
at gmail.com. There will be a lot of new episodes to come that won't be about Disney and will be about Disney. Um, For example, after the SS Disney, we'll have like episodes about uh, unbuilt Jurassic Park attractions, uh, David Copperfield restaurants, uh, lots of Vegas attractions, Westcott's, uh, uh, alternate Epcot ideas. Oh my gosh, Epcot is just (laughs) filled with these unbuilt ideas. Oh, I can't wait. I love Epcot. We we might have to do an entire month of just Epcot unbuilt attractions. because You will not see me complaining. (laughs) Because there are so many freaking ideas that they had. I mean, World Showcase alone. I'm like, sheesh, how many countries have had ideas? Um, one thing I'm not also interested in is if it was going to be built somewhere and it never got built somewhere, uh, I don't expect to see an episode about that. Like, for instance, why would I talk about how the Japanese pavilion at Epcot was going to get Meet the World, but didn't, and it opened in Tokyo? Well, that's nice, but it's not an unbuilt attraction. It existed in Tokyo. Or if, for instance, Muppet Vision 3D was actually going to be in great moments with mr lincoln uh but it was moved and put in dca instead or for a universal comparison they were going to build jurassic park river adventure uh where the men in black attraction sits now but that was moved to islands of adventure i don't care about that mm. that's nice that's like the same that's like taking a piece of a model and moving it somewhere that that's not an episode that that mm-hmm. isn't an episode uh, we will have an entire episode on unbuilt roller coasters. And this is really hard also to tackle because a roller coaster is less interesting of a story than uh, like an actual themed attraction. So mm-hmm. we will have an episode like covering all of those. So look at those on the feature. I do love roller coasters as well. Uh, so definitely look towards that in the future. So let's talk about like how the... Uh, actual show will be built. In other words, what to kind of expect in how we're going to be tackling this whole thing. So it's divided into segments. And uh, we're going to, once again, you just heard our little intro, but we will have a segment that is called Actually Got Built. Um, Sometimes we will do this segment, sometimes we won't. And that will be a short discussion of something that actually opened. And you know what we actually think about that so for instance uh <laughs> we could talk about i don't know like the new jungle cruise that just opened i haven't uh looked at it yet but uh we will and <laughs> uh we could talk about that uh for instance so, so the boardwalk talk is sneaking back on you. I know, <laughs> but, but it's not going to be talking. We're not going to be talking about shops. I don't care about shops. Mm. So whenever a creation shop opens, I, I don't care. It's not going to be like, actually got built. The creation shop at Epcot. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? It's, that's stu- it's Epcot. It's Epcot. Right. Yes, it's a shop in Epcot. Oh, boy. Can't wait mm. to talk about that. Look, does it have this funny smell anymore? No. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Without the mold, then mm. what's the what's the what's point? the point? What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're gonna have that segment um, 
sometimes, sometimes not. Uh, sometimes we will actually have a, a segment called uh, Not Built Anymore. And Not Built Anymore is when we're going to say adieu to a retraction that recently closed. Mm. So we will have an attraction that will recently close in the future, like um, a certain Song of the South-inspired attraction. Do we really have to devote any time to that one? Sorry, we do. <laughs> we do. Yeah, well, it's uh, now it's up to you to release that one. Ah. Blood will be on your hands. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's uh, good to hear. And you know, sometime uh, in the future, we'll actually have an actually got built on Tron. Maybe, mm. maybe when this podcast is finally coming to an end. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like a hundred years in the future exactly. they, they finally finally finish it <laughs> so uh then we'll get into our main topic and that'll have a few segments uh, built into it as well first we're going to ask what is it so we're going to go through the history of it what it was what it could have been and then after that we're going to pretty much ask what if because that's the most important question isn't it what if this actually happened uh, but for okay, first we'll actually gonna say why wasn't built. That was another segment. I'm sorry, I screwed that up. Uh, why wasn't it built? We're gonna talk about that. Why wasn't it built? This is why, and that's very short. But uh, what if pretty much asks what if this actually got built? What if all the hurdles that why it wasn't built never happened? And because of that. It got built. What sort of horrible alternate nexus event timeline are we going to be living in? And that's what we're going to ask. We're going to ask, should it have been built? What changes would have probably happened if it did get built? Because remember that these are all concepts. And concepts get valued, engineered, and changed depending on budget limitations and such. So what would have changed? What could have changed? What if it was built as the exact specifications? What if it was built at something different? And how would it stand? Would it even be here in 2021, 2022, 2023, and so on? Would it have? And that's that's really a big question that me and Ryan are going to ask. Um, by the way, if you didn't gather, and this is your first time listening to both of us, both of our names are Ryan. So um, we'll probably might address each other as Dorman O'Reilly or so forth. Just putting that out there. Hmm. The, the next segment we're going to be talking about is build it or not. And it's pretty much a question of should it this have been built? Should it have not? Yes, no. And this is why our reasons why. And then we'll be done with the episode. Uh, episodes will be released every other Friday. Uh, between those, I'm hoping to have little mini episodes um calling building upon so you should be looking forward to that i'll either be with me and ryan or just me um and that's pretty much like the how how every single episode is going to work so um really quickly before uh we kind of wrap this whole introduction up i i just wanted to know your idea on how you see unbuilt attractions, Mr. Dorman. Oh, uh, unbuilt attractions as like a philosophy. I think that perhaps, yeah, after years of engaging with the the up and coming and the the now and the new, I think that it's 
really quite nice to get into the minds uh, of the people who design these attractions, especially before, like you said, these things are values engineered. Um, certainly, it's it's interesting to learn about how attractions are built uh, that are around nowadays. But perhaps even more fascinating are are the ones that didn't make the cutting room floor or the ones that just were stopped for some reason that was out of their control. Um, I think that theme parks have such rich legacies and histories with their their companies, um, with the audiences, with the times that they were built, uh, and with the people who are building them, that almost the purest form of, of the theme park analysis is the strict, uh, you know, research of the ideas. So I, it's really exciting to be able to devote this time, not only to uh, theme parks that we may know, um, or some that I may not know, um, but also to some ideas that never quite made it to light, because they really do reveal a lot about the process that you just wouldn't recognize if you simply viewed it by the finished products. Um, and clearly, you know, a majority of, of a lot of uh, the popular theme park content on, on the Internet, uh, though it does often center around news and, and, and things like that, there's an incredible base of people who are looking to get more into the, the, the amazing ideas the ones that would be groundbreaking, uh, that would be revolutionary and may have stopped for, for one reason or another. Um, I guess uh, in closing for my long statement here, <laughs> um, the, the unbuilt attractions are something that I've always been fascinated with because the more you'll listen to the show and the more you'll hear about the ones that we have prepared, the more you'll recognize that the ones that we actually get, the ones that actually open the park, where you might be quick to dismiss them as, as unoriginal or uncreative, are traditionally nothing like the initial plan, uh, the initial inception. So even, even for attractions that are open today, uh, their histories are, are amazing. And that, that really does carry over into some of the unbuilt ones that never saw the light of day. So hopefully if we can shed some light on that, uh, on the process of some of these unsung designers that may not have had their magnum opus release. I think we can do something really interesting for, uh, for theme parks in general. Exactly. A lot of these are made to be seen at their greatest potential. And for instance, you have toy story land at D Disney's Hollywood studios. You remember that original concept art that was released mm. 2015 where you entered and there was this giant um like western area to your right to your right and then slinky dog dash went through these giant like uh what were they were like divots and ditches that you went through yeah. and it was incredible and that's obviously not what we got but let's say we live in a world where toy story land after that 2015 proposal got axed mm. that concept art is all we have to deal with that would be what we would see as having been it and that is freaking fascinating because nobody asks what if nobody wants to know what if because they don't want to know that their their hopes and ideals could be tarnished but you have to ask that Nobody mm. wants to know that the Western River Expedition would be probably closed or heavily changed today due to problematic ideals and the inclusion that Disney currently wants to get into. That's the reason why the auction scene was taken out. 
nobody really wants to think about that fact. And sorry, on this on this podcast, we are going to be thinking about that fact. But we are going to be having a lot of fun because a lot of these ideas are very interesting. They might be flawed, but they're interesting. And I, I think you would definitely agree with that. Yeah, I think that, well, you know, it's interesting to see what these, especially somebody like the Imagineers heard for Disney, for example, um, were thinking before parks and operations and management got, got the hand on the idea. Um, so, so, but they're oftentimes a lot more grand than something like, you know, the Western area of, of Toy Story Land. Um, there, there's so many ideas that just didn't quite make it to the light of day that, like you're saying, are actually also good relics of the time. Um, you know, I won't go too into detail, of course, um, um, but the next episode is uh, obviously our first episode. Um, mm-hmm. Well, we've announced what that is. Yeah, we have. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Disney. Um, and, and not going too much into detail about it, because you'll have to listen to the first episode. It really is a relic of that era of, of the Eisners and Wells uh, control of the Disney company mm-hmm. and, and the ideals and the the intentions and the goals of the creative outputs at that point. So more so, you know, than just simply we didn't get it. Um, there is a, a legacy to it, whether it would have worked today and perhaps why they wouldn't do something like that today. Uh, it's a really great readings of history. Um, that I think will make for for pretty good listens uh, when we do the episodes. Exactly. And I'm super excited to get into this. Uh, We've been battling for long enough. Uh, (laughs) It is time that we let you go for now. The next episode is going to be released very shortly. Stand by. We will set sail on the SS Disney. So, in the meantime, please follow us up on social media, on Twitter, and soon to come, Facebook. I do not intend on doing Instagram unless you want to do it, Mr. Dorman. I've never been very good at that. Never been very good at it either. (laughs) What would be Instagram? What, just concept art or something like that? No. Um, (laughs) So hopefully just those two. We'll see about anything else. Also, do not have any interest in going on TikTok. Uh, Mm. Sorry, there's also not much I would like to TikTok about. I really want to know what we're going to TikTok about. Uh, feel free to email us once again at unbuiltpod at gmail.com and rate us on wherever you find this podcast to dry tunes and anchor. Please write a review and tell us how we're doing. And if you don't like us, thank you for listening to the e-ticket report. We'll be here to set sail next time on the SS Disney here on Unbuilt. Take care. Thanks, guys. <laughs>